0: This was the first registration and was taken while Quinarius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. This is the gospel of our Lord.
1: Praise to you, O
0: Christ. Please be seated. And let us pray. Lord, you gave yourself for us that we might be redeemed, that we might be purified and cleansed and prepared for you. You gave your throne for us and came to us to be Emmanuel, God, with us. Be with us this night in this word that you have given, that it may strengthen us and keep us until the day when you should come again. We pray for all these things in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. It's that time of year, a time where we talk a lot about gifts. Gifts wrapped neatly under a tree, the gift of our homes, our family, our friends, the gift of God's grace and mercy and love, the gift of a Savior. During the last four weeks of Advent, I'm sure you picked up the red thread weaving through all of those texts, signs and prophecies that this child who was to be born to a virgin, who we now call Jesus, was and is the long-expected Jewish Messiah. This Jesus who we gather to worship as the son of God, fulfills prophecies that preceded him by centuries. And his coming into the world, his ministry, his life, his death, his resurrection, all come, as St. Paul says, in the fullness of time. Wrapped neatly as a gift. The prophecies, these gifts, promises of hope that come from God recorded in the Jewish scriptures, have pointed to the one who comes to bring peace to the world, wholeness to Israel, and through Israel, all creation. The signs of Elizabeth's miraculous conception of John the Baptist, Zechariah, his father's spirit-filled prophecy, the annunciation of Jesus' birth from the angel Gabriel to Mary, John leaping in his mother's womb, as Mary greeted Elizabeth. These signs, these gifts, fulfillments of Israel's prophecies that point to God's faithfulness renew the hope of a brighter future, a future where light shines in the darkness and the darkness will not overcome it. Often when we think of these gifts, these gifts from God, we look to Jesus' crucifixion, His death, His resurrection. Jesus giving his life for us. Sacrificing himself as the blameless one. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And our hope, our inclusion in the kingdom of God. The gift of salvation. All of these things rest in Jesus' death. And in the resurrection to which we are baptized. We profess that we die in Jesus. And in Jesus we too are raised from the dead. So why am I talking about Easter on Christmas? Easter is our High Holy Day. The biggest day of the church year. The clearest place that we can look and see the gift of God to begin to try to explain what God's love for us really is. And if Easter is the biggest day of the year, Christmas is in a close second for us to understand how Jesus' death and resurrection mean anything and do anything for each and every one of us. We cannot forget, as we kneel at the foot of the cross, that the Savior who lived and breathed and died for us first came to us, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, to be Emmanuel, God with us, Now, the miracles of the Christmas story are numerous. A virgin conceives a child by the Spirit of God and gives birth. Angels come and announce the birth of this new child as a king to shepherds. All of these are truly wondrous things that God has done. But they don't come close. God's repeatedly used angels throughout Israel's history to pronounce good news, to bring prophecy. Even Sarah and Abraham, in their old age, were able to conceive a child. Know what's miraculous, and the clearest sign of God's love for us this Christmas season is that Jesus Christ, Son of God, Word made flesh, took on. Everything that we are, everything that we are not, and dwelt among us. In the vast amount of movies that play on the Hallmark Channel this season, sometimes God is treated like this far-off distant being that sits behind a microscope checking in on creation from time to time. Poking and prodding at people, putting people together at the right time and in the right place. Influencing them to do some form of good. To bring people together. Or whatever else that particular film is trying to get across. Greek mythology tells stories of the gods that came down to earth. Impersonating humans to impose their will and take revenge on humanity. Actors cover themselves with costumes... Make up, take up a character to portray on stage or on screen in order to tell a story. They put on a mask. And at the end of the day, that's all it is. It's an impersonation, an act, a fake performance intended to cause some type of reaction. But God, creator of the heavens and the earth, didn't put on the skin of a mortal and live among us for 33 years in disguise. Jesus did not put on a mask to hide who he was and lurk around the stage of life in order to one day take that mask off and said, gotcha. No, Jesus became fully human in a mysterious way that we cannot, to the best of our ability, even begin to explain. Except to say that in love, in God's gift of love, He came fully and completely to us and lived among us as one of us. Frail, vulnerable, born in the same way we are all born, able to get sick, able to die. Choosing to come into this world at a time where things are primitive by our standards. More dangerous by the way we look at things. Yet he still comes all the more to showcase the gift. The beauty of what God has done for us. That in spite of everything we may look at, consider difficult or impossible, God is still there without the God made flesh the Savior's death doesn't make the same sense any other way Jesus Christ took up all that we are by stepping down from his throne and taking a seat a bed in a manger Jesus Christ made us all that we have the promise of being in God by taking the sinful the fleshly the weak the mortal, and making it his own body. When Jesus was born, all of creation was born with him. When he died, all of creation died with him. And when he was raised from the dead, all of creation received the promise of new life. And somehow in ways we cannot begin to explain God chooses to come to us as a gift. A gift we celebrate and proclaim every week. It's the same mystery that we we repeat day after day, breaking bread and drinking wine. This is my body, this is my blood, broken and shed for you. Here. Right here, in your presence. Do this in remembrance of me. And with the Messiah's arrival, a new and a renewed hope awakens in Israel that the darkness of sin and death will not overcome the light of God. With this, the Savior's birth, we have His entire life, His entire existence to serve as our model and our example of holy living. The God who is with us is the God who is for us not just as our model, our example, but as our very salvation, our very life. The feeding of the poor, the sheltering of the homeless, the healing of the sick, loving of the enemy, is as much God in flesh appearing as it is Jesus Christ is risen today. God made flesh. Jesus, this small boy changes everything about the world long before we hear, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. We hear the heavens rejoicing. Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find this child wrapped in bands of cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly with the angel were a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he favors. For the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation to all training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions and in the present age to live lives that are self-controlled upright and godly while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. The entire life of Jesus, birth, death, resurrection is one of God giving himself for us. Coming to us as this gift, the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, Christ child, newborn king, living among us as teacher, master, lord, and servant, dying for us as Savior, Son of God, Son of Man, rising for us as new life, Lamb of God, Emmanuel. A child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Oh come, let us adore him. Oh come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Merry Christmas. Amen.